0: society 13 podcast network redefining podcasts society-13.com i like to listen
1: you want to see something really scary you bet music horror, horror. art politics and overall badass
0: <laughs> welcome Kettle. Whistle. Radio. For real. On Society 13 Networks. (laughs) And now
2: your host, David Fairhead. back and by that I mean me I have a voice again I was sick for a while again just couldn't shake it two months of this thing and uh, the recording we have coming up is pretty special um, it Was recorded a week ago with Mr. Jim Peeler curator of the Wayne Forbes exhibit at his store first and second time around which is an antique shop um, unlike any other I've ever seen it's in Finleyville You'll get all the details when you listen to the interview. And, um, let's see. First off, let's... We've got, what, we, what you're listening to in the background here, what we kicked off with, um, part of the soundtrack uh, to a horror movie, The Barn. A fun movie, and this is from the director himself, what they said, and some of the other people that were there when I met them at Horror Realm. Um, if you're a fan of Neon Maniacs, uh fan of Halloween movies, um... It's, it's a really fun slasher demon type flick. Neon Maniacs is a hard one to find. I've only ever seen it once. It's probably on YouTube now. I don't know. But um, that's a fun one. But that's what you can compare it to. I enjoyed this movie. And I equally enjoyed the soundtrack. And that was Lovecraftian that you just heard. And it's a very long soundtrack. They, have a, they put a lot of work into this. And it takes place in the 80s. Because there's a lot of 80s metal bands. Uh, well, new bands playing 80s metal, and I, I totally enjoyed that, but that was The Barn, and you're going to be hearing from those guys, I'm not sure who I'm getting yet, uh, if it's the director, director of photography, the writer, any of the actors, I don't know, but I believe John Towers will be joining me for that one, because he also was there when we met them, and met one of the <laughs> crazy demons themselves too, but look up The Barn, I'm sure it's uh, it's on the web, I know they're on Facebook, but there'll be more on that later, and uh, let's see... But like I said, I have with me today Jim Peeler. Um, I should say he was here, uh, and you could hear me struggling with my voice because I was still just this thing, just stayed with you. And uh, But he was a great guest, uh, Jim Peeler. Um, he is one of three people that, that work at first and second time around, and it just is so much stuff there. They buy and sell antiques, toys, art, uh, furniture. And I'll give you the location. You'll get it later, too. But it's 6225 State Route 88, Finleyville, PA, 15332. Their number, 412-833-9200. And their email is dozer1 at outlook.com. Antiques, Collectibles, and Furnishings. And you're going to hear from Jim Piller himself about the, way, the art of Wayne Forbes, which is just plain amazing, amazing stuff. Now, I've also met another band recently. And I'm going to have them featured on at some point, too. A band called Likewise. And uh, my friend, uh, Mr. Callahan, from uh, Plagues of Endeavor, introduced me to uh, this song. Um, Likewise is the name of the band. The writer is the writer. The song is Songwriter Don't Sleep. And I've been talking with them. I'm going to have them on in future shows, too. I'm not sure when all this is going to happen. A lot of things are coming together now that I have a voice again. And I can breathe. All right, so let's... uh. Let's uh, listen to Likewise right now because I, I think you'll dig this. All right, and um, like I said, check out the Barn while you're at it. And uh, we're definitely gonna have some Fiends of the Flesh coming up, which is the latest release from Burning Bowl Publishing. Uh, very soon, we'll be having some exclusives with that, with uh, all the authors, hopefully, or at least half of them, whoever I can get. I put this thing together. There's nine of us, and it's uh, they are all—it's an anthology of just great horror, human drama emotion that's going to be coming out and i I want to reach out to you guys too um that listen to this uh hit me up at kettle whistle radio at gmail.com if you guys have something to say if you want to come on do a call in uh you have a band uh, whatever i mean we're backed up as far as stuff but i I push things forward if it's good enough um but yeah hit me up kettle whistle radio gmail.com and of course i'm on facebook david fairhead f-a-i-r-h-e-a-d twitter at fairly i've been off twitter a little bit just uh it's just been it's been so busy i can't even tell you but in, in a good way but right for now uh let's go to likewise songwriter don't sleep
0: He's crippling without control Because his right brain is an overload He just can't stop Cause he gots to go Like all of the time Cause that's all he knows Songwriter don't say He lies above the sheets Cause he can't find God If he fails to preach He sure as shit ain't any city streets where it's much too ugly for a man to speak About all of the things that his eyes have seen Tries to scream, drop a tropified scene, but he wants some delicious, so that's why he sings. So I they don't sing? Songwriter is poor Songwriter, he sat on thrones Songwriter, he ate all Songwriter, make love Songwriter, wage war Songwriter is a voice
3: Afraid of the dark, but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen.
0: With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker. With dwelling in the dark, eleven stories. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his
3: work. Still here? Okay.
0: Let's play a game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Folks, friends, and fiends, it's been a while. Welcome back to Kettle Whistle Radio. You could hear I was sick once again, and <laughs> it doesn't seem to go away. But I'm back. And uh, tell a little story first. Me and the wife were sitting around, I think, what was that, on a Saturday or Sunday that we came to see you for the Sunday? Mm-hmm. not remember. Know. They all run together. And we just wanted to get out of the house. We go about three miles down the road, and bam, we run into a little place called First and Second Time Around. And and then, of course, Wayne Forbes, an artist, and his exhibit, and the curators are there. We meet these guys. We meet the uh, this incredible little place in our own backyard that we didn't know was there. And um, it was just a great experience. We had so much fun and uh, made some new friends. And I'm going to introduce Mr. Jim Peeler right now. Of first and second time around, an antique and collectible shop, I guess. Is that what you want to call it? Right. Okay. Well, t- tell us a little bit about, about yourself and how long you've been there.
1: Uh, let's see. I've been helping Patty Lou, the owner, out for a few years now. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. my antique collecting experience goes way back. But I've been with him, like I said, about three years. Just walked in one day, like you did. <laughs> Just like that. Got to talking. Next thing you know, I'm hanging out. Before you know it, I'm.
2: <laughs> working there, uh, yeah. And there's, uh, I mean, there's so much to look at in there. And as you can see in this room that you're sitting in, I'm a collector myself. And um, but what we happened upon, other than like the variable, I mean, the amount of different collectibles you have in this place, you introduced us to uh, Mr. Wayne Forbes and his exhibit. And uh, I'm holding a book in my hands right now, "An Artist's Visualized Journey to Healing Wholeness." This man created art that basically replicated what he was going through and helped him heal um i mean it's the story's so up and down and his art tells the story of how he was feeling and then he goes into these other experiences i can't you maybe you know more than i do but he he,
1: he was quite an artist he was faced with diversity his whole life he was ill Mm -hmm. uh, after high school he went into the service where he caught an infection in vietnam oh that destroyed his kidneys and he was on dialysis for years. He did eventually get a transplant, which failed. But man, just faced with numerous health problems.
2: Yeah, I read that in the book here. But he used art to battle that. Oh yeah, and tell his story. He spent
1: hours on uh, dialysis, where he would sit and draw and you know make the most of his time.
2: That's. I mean, there's so many favorites in here. Now, I did post two pictures. Uh, just to entice people, but you, you really have to see these. These are drawings I have in my hands, which I can't explain. You have to see them. but yeah, they have to be seen. They, uh, they have to be. And he makes it a point to say bullet point pen. Does that mean he did all these with a bullet point pen? Yes. Okay. They're amazing. And I when I was in there, um, I immediately got drawn to the, the sculptures because I saw Lovecraftian ideas there, H.P. Lovecraft, that I'm into. The creepier side of it. I mean, that skull one that he had, and then there's that thing with the tentacles all over the place. Oh, yeah. Creepy, creepy stuff. Yes. I don't know where that was coming from. I'd love to be able to ask him, but unfortunately, so yeah. You yeah. never got to meet him? No, or? I never
1: met him. No, and... I've talked with a lot of people that knew him. They said he was a very down-to-earth fellow. Yeah? Yeah, very down-to-earth, but very deep. Very not, deep.
2: Was he not eccentric? Or no. no. No,
1: not from what we gathered.
2: And he's from Illinois, originally, I found out. Is that where he was born? That's where started? he was born. Okay, and he went to school there, or worked at a school there, is that right? He went to school there. After okay. his time in the service,
1: he went to college there. He actually went to, uh, well, let's see, he, went, he got a master's and a bachelor's degree. And he went to Wesleyan University and the University of Illinois.
2: And I'm looking at this picture of him right here, very serious looking, and is this piece there? We don't have that piece, unfortunately. What I'm looking at, I don't know how to explain it, It's it's standing behind him, it's eyeless, gigantic holes where eyes would go, and has like a crown of, um, I want to say almost like, mm, kind of more like horns, on top of the head. It's standing taller than him. I wonder where that one is. I wonder if. It... I'd like to find it. He's donated quite a bit to other places. I yes. know that. But um, guys, I, I can't explain it anymore. You have to go to this little place, and see this exhibit that is in your own backyard. Um, it's located. It's called First and Second Time Around. Okay. It's it's 6225 State Route 88, Finleyville, PA. So just go down to 88, uh, 15332. And they have a phone number here, 412 833 9200. You guys also buy things, too. Right? Oh, yes.
1: We buy every day. Anything Seems you're looking
2: for? Because it's a good time to Anything tell and everything.
1: We're <laughs> big into art, furniture. It's so. just about anything. We're looking at anything.
2: But then, I mean, this exhibit, I mean, I can't. You have to see it. You have to see it for yourself. Um, it's creepy cool. Uh, it's, it's sometimes, you know, you look at things the first time, and it's, you, you get taken aback, like, is this supposed to be scary? And then he see, you see he's making a point out of what he's doing. I mean, his head's coming out of places, all over the place on these things. and They're all wood carvings? A lot of them are wood carvings. He worked in
1: all mediums. We have ceramic, we have bronze, steel, wood, plaster. He was a busy man. Uh, he was. He did flat art and pen and ink. Mostly, Most of his flat art was pen and ink, but he did do acrylics. We have a beautiful acrylic there uh, depicting his transplant.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, well, there's one of these pictures in here. Um, Titled transplant. Is it? Yeah. Black and white. Right here. Right that's, one here. Of,
1: that's my favorite drawing.
2: Tra- transplant, transplant Epiphany. And he, he writes a poem about each one. And this reminds me I have an uncle in my family that's very much like this. He does poetry and he does art and it, he likes to explain what you're looking at. but yeah, this so this I mean uh you could hear him in this poem thanking the woman that gave him the kidney oh, yeah. is that it's called a transplant Stream of Gold." And he says here, and it's real real short, that day, the stillness of sleep announced her arrival words words from the host spoke of comfort and welcome soon. Her outstretched arms summoned the light of life's renewal. Time to work. She motioned, and the stream of life's golden nectar began to flow. This is—he was actually happy after the kidney because he knew it was going to take. Right. And um, he was thanking the woman that donated. Most of his flat art comes with a poem. There's a poem attached to the
1: back of each of them.
2: Yeah, I've come to see that. It, do you have more of these books for people when they show up? We have a few more there. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, this is so worth having. I mean, I just. I can't get enough of this one. But what are your favorites? My favorite is the transplant,
1: and yeah. there's another one titled Layers. It's pretty simple, but I, I'm attracted to it a lot. He was fascinated with layers. If you look at his work, the layering is incredible, especially when you consider that he was working in ballpoint pen, and he finished his work as he went.
2: Mm, he right. didn't
1: go back and add bits and pieces. He just went along and finished
2: it. I like that. Which Very meant good.
1: he had to have that finished product in his in his mental eye.
2: It's things. amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at layers right now. And it is just that, but amazing that he did this with a pen. And it's just layers of a a, a person. I, I don't know if they're lying down, and it's just like different layers of the same person. I I can't even. How would you explain that? You and just have to even see. Even the matting is done in layers mm-hmm. to reproduce the look of the drawing. And this, I like this poem. I read this actually. I read this yesterday. Um, it stuck with me. But the layers poem that goes with the picture. Like I said, folks, you have to see this stuff. Layers. Crucif- uh, cruciformed, layer upon layer, weakened muse generates, divine order of rules. God is in the details, they say. Time uncovers this painful truth, but one must wait for that. Meanwhile, layers will accumulate. The body will grow. Time will reveal the truth. <laughs> very profound. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the more you read this stuff, it just... Everything about him is profound.
1: When, yeah. When you look at his work, people walk in and they are just taken aback by it. Positive or negative, there's a very strong
2: reaction. What more do you want from Mars? Right and a reaction i yeah, and an instant reaction i i can 't say that i i 've been to a lot of museums, not always do they pop like that i 've been an
1: artist my whole life, and i 've dealt with a lot of artists in my life, and i 've never i 'm sorry to Russell. hear that i'm <laughs> sorry to hear that i I do too yeah. you can 't yeah. do this
2: and not deal with a lot of artists right john towers I'm i 'm mean, sorry he's he 's easier to deal with he 's fun that 's a uh, the guy that got me into podcasting, and yeah. he also a uh, we did that comic book together up there, but oh. yeah. But I'm talking, yeah. There's some uh, there are some folks out there, boy. they are uh, and you, they're easy to insult. You have to be careful <laughs> <laughs> yes. and sensitive. You yes. know, I, I mean, I I can get that way. I'm a writer, so you know. But I don't really. I gave up on the uh, people critiquing and whatever. If they don't like it, they don't like it. Well, being sensitive is part of being an artist. Yeah, You're least... sensitive
1: to more more than. Come, person.
2: You're right. You're, person. You, you got me there. You got me there. You kind of have to care about what you're writing about. I mean, exactly. and creating these characters that have you know real emotions, and they're fake people. Sometimes they're not so fake. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's talk about other pieces that you like. Uh, oh yeah, it's yeah. Please,
1: there's one there. Uh, it, it, it's, it reminds me of the crucifixion. Yes, as a woman standing, and out of her her middle of her abdomen is another young creature, young person, yes. rather. Yep. I tend to call them creatures because they don't always look quite human. They don't look human. Well, he was concerned with the science of cloning. He didn't think we should be dwelling in it. Interesting. What do you do with those that don't turn out properly? And he has a good point there. He certainly does. And people are shocked by his work a lot of times. And then I I mentioned that to them. I kind of understand now what's going on a little more. Yeah. Oh, I...
2: Yeah, I, I can't, I don't know how we ever agreed to cloning. I mean, uh, look at Star Wars, <laughs> look what happened there, you know. But no, I mean, even even before that, Doctor Who, all the science fiction writers, they, cloning was never a good good idea. No, you know? and it, I don't think so. I don't think there's a single piece of science fiction where the cloning actually worked out. Somebody will correct me on that. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Yes, they will. I will hear about that. Um, but yeah, I, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. I, I read all this stuff. I didn't hit on any of the cloning stuff yet, but, um, so he was, ex- he was, That explains it. a lot when you look at his work. It okay. Really see, yeah, that one with the, that's, that piece is in, in the, uh, your museum, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I guess you want to call it a museum. It is that. It looks I mean, like a museum. It really it should is. be
1: in a museum, actually.
2: Do you guys actually refer to yourselves as, cur- as curators? You should. Uh. You're preserving it. <laughs> Fair of the world to see. And it's, I can't, I mean, right in Finleyville, folks, on 88, you just take it all the way down, and I believe you have a rooster on your building? Yes, we do. Yeah. Eight-foot rooster. And this is why I never went there. I'm always driving, so I never get to see what's, you know, especially on that road. You don't want to look around too much. But my wife's always, like, oh, that, that's a rooster. I, what? What are you talking about? I don't see a So. She's just that one day, she's like, let's just go. Right? We're,
1: we're right past Tracks Farms. Right. Most
2: people know where that is. And yep. if you just continue on the same side of the road, just not even a quarter of a mile. It's Yeah, past the, uh, there's a dollar store on the right. Yes. And you're just past that, I think, right? Is there something next to you that we, we can a subway them? shop. Right. There is a subway there. The brand new one. Okay. All right. Now you can find it, folks. So there's no excuse. Um, it, so what else do you highlight in the store? Are there other things that stick out? Because this, this, of course, was the one for me. But. Well, we pride
1: ourselves on our furniture selection. And
2: okay,
1: uh, most most antiques in general. I mean, we have quite an array. <laughs> We're very versified versatile store. We have jewelry, we have paintings, sculpture, uh, china. Mm-hmm. You name
2: it. Old toys. Yeah. We try to get different things. Right yeah. now,
1: we have a, a 18th century book press of all things. Wow, beautiful! I've never seen one like it. Uh,
2: where did you come across
1: that? We bought it at a fellow here in Pittsburgh. His father had it shipped from uh, Europe. Do you, he was a real traveler. Do
2: you tend to go to auctions to buy no, things? We don't no, we do you auctions. Don't, we have
1: oh. ads out asking people to call us if they have items for sale. Nice. We go by invitation only. We you know, sit in the home. We talk with the people. We go over the items. We purchase that way.
2: Okay, very good. I, I wonder how you accumulate all this stuff. I mean, I know how I accumulate things, <laughs> and then just just talking with people in
1: the store, they'll say, "Oh, by the way, I have this bed at home that you know I'm interested in parting with." And,
2: very cool. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't even notice the furniture cuz I was taken aback by uh, Wayne Forbes and his uh wonderful Everyone was taken aback by that's Wayne Forbes. Amazing. Ford. Well, it's worth the trip back so I can see the other stuff too. I <laughs> pay attention. Um now he passed yes, he in 2013. Did. Yes he did. Which is a shame. I don't think he was only 40. No, no, he was in the sixties. He was in the sixties. Okay, yes. thank God. Okay, there's something about him turning forty in here. I don't. I forget what I read. I'll have to go back and look at that now. But um, that that, that th-
1: might just have been when his kidney
2: failed. Yeah, I think that's when he said his life like turned upside down. Yeah, like, just that's when he started. The transplant finding, fell through. Yep. And the bitterness of life, and he used art. But you know, it didn't stop
1: it. him. He spent, like I said, hours sitting on a dialysis machine. He made the most of it by drawing
2: yes yes, he wasn't he bedridden for a while, yes, and he, he was. was drawing
1: while he was he was also in a wheelchair for some time. He carved out
2: of a wheelchair that's unbelievable, and folks until you see these things, you will not understand i don't know how he did that i don't either i don't i really I, don't. Don't. I mean from your head to your hands i you know I talked to my artist friends like I just mentioned John towers like i don't know how he gets things in his head onto a piece of paper and make it look like that. Um, and he draws other people, like he'll do. Um, he'll he does uh, sketches of people as zombies and stuff when we do shows together. Uh, I can do pen to paper and write something, but to be able to do that, he did that. He this guy Wayne Forbes carved things out of like you said wood and see, acrylic, wood, uh, wood steel, bronze. latex, bronze, and ceramic. Made these creatures, and they're not even cre- like you said they're people, yes, but meta- met- met- metamorphizing. They're it, figures, it, yeah, put it that way. But they're morphing it into like all themselves in different ways and shapes of life and it, it's just incredible, it did bring out a lot and I immediately when I was leaving I was like, I gotta give this guy a card and have him on I mean, this is, the Kettle Whistle Radio is all about the arts, you know, and this is something you know, that everybody needs to see, so we need to get people out there, Um, you might want to plug your website Oh, we're, we can reach us
1: at AntiquePittsburgh.com that's Antique ant, or Antique rather, A-N-T-I-Q-U-E P-G-H dot com
2: Very good. Um, Have you had a, what's his name, Seaback in your place yet? You know how they do that, you know, things that are no longer there in Pittsburgh and things that are there in Pittsburgh. He lives in Bethel Park. Does he really? You should contact him. I should. You should, yeah. I just might. I've seen him in uh, Bethel Shops, and we saw him at Kennywood a few times. That's the type of place that he would love to have on the show. So many people comment on the fact that they're surprised by the fact they find (laughs) it. Find it here in Finneyville. Right, right. I was. I've been driving on that 88 for years. I'm sorry, when did you guys open up? About three years ago. It is three years Okay. I so, said, wow. Well, still, even, even in those three years, I, I had missed it. Once again, I was always driving. We have people uh, walk in. They're from New York, Los Angeles, Chicago,
1: and they say they've never seen anything like
2: it. Right. It is very authentic. You should get a... A sign up by oh actually guys another landmark is mineral beach if you go nowhere mineral beach is you passed it <laughs> <laughs> you should get a crowd from mineral beach in the summertime have on their way out but um well i don't know is there anything else you want to tell them uh, that you feature there or uh you tell me
1: just uh actually a good time come in take a look around you'd be surprised bring back a lot of old memories as the antiques and- it did and this artwork, you've got to see it. You really do.
2: Yeah, there's no explaining it like any it or, further. Like
1: it or dislike it, you're taken by
2: it. Mm-hmm. You really are. Yep, whether you're into just art itself, if you're into horror, I, I am. There's something that it, it hits you right in the heart. And then it, emotional, too. There's, there's something there's a little troubling about, troubling about it. Troubling and, and the drama. I mean, if these things just come at you with all emotion. And I don't say that about too much of anything, really. Um, I, it's hard to impress me with with something like that i'll just say um because like i said i've been to many museums and some are great and some were like Meh. that one just i mean wow just really pops and again folks look up wayne forbes that's somebody you should get to know you should get to know and uh, i don't know if you're going to find this book but it's called an artist's, like i said an artist's visualized journey to healing wholeness which says a lot that's a mouthful he it used is. it he used it to heal and also to uh exemplify how he felt <laughs> and that's what we all do i guess but i've never seen somebody do it better than me either. <laughs> well listen i want to thank you for coming on thank you for having me a uh, you sure there's uh nothing else you want to get you don't do facebook uh twitter no no okay but just go to the website folks and go to the go to the store go to the go to the first and second time around
1: yeah stop in, say hello
2: stop and say hello jim and i'm sorry what's the your partner raymond raymond right yeah i met him briefly yeah Lou. Okay. I, was she there? when no, I she No, she wasn't there when you were there. Okay. Well, well, we'll be back. I guarantee that. Good. Absolutely. All right. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll probably play a little bit of music here in a little bit. I'll get back to you later on. And uh, I want to thank Jim Peeler for coming in. My pleasure. the only band to make harmonica is cool again that's likewise in the background well I hope you enjoyed that and I hope you check out first and second time around in Finleyville meet Jim Peeler I hope you meet Wayne Forbes and his exhibit you will when you meet his exhibit you actually meet him it's amazing stuff uh, heart-wrenching too uh, check it out and I uh, look forward to The Barn which is already out on DVD you can buy it and I saw it, I own it soundtrack's amazing as well and the movie is so much fun and you'll be hearing from them in a future show I'll let you know more later as always check out www.fairlydarkproductions.com all the Kettle Whistle Radio episodes are there my books are there if you want to get some stuff that scares you my comic book at least watch the trailer for the comic book it's really cool thanks to Erica Tumko Skew and uh, she put that trailer together she's also in a band called Yard Panther and uh we have a new one by them to take us out tonight, okay? Talk to you soon. Hope I see you sooner. And like I said, get me up on my email, kettleblissaradio at gmail.com for ideas, commentaries, or if you want to call in, if you got a band, whatever. Always at Fairly Dark Productions, too. All right. Thanks for listening. Take care. And oh, yeah, check out all our other shows. We only have like 80 of them. No, I think it's like 12. At wwwsociety 13.com all right later folks and now cherry red by your panther later